Hey guys, welcome to the Take Points Africa Podcast, Remote Edition Number Seven. My name is Muiwa. My name is Oluwani Femi. How are you guys doing? Uh, I know we promised last week that uh, this week will be a will be returning to the studio, but apparently we are not. <laughs> so for those who have been following the news, I mean, uh, in Nigeria, the lockdown has been lifted partially, mm-hmm. partially. Same in South Africa too, although it's quite different the way it is in South Africa. So in Nigeria, the lockdown has been lifted partially. Everybody can move around, go to work, but there's a uh, there's an 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. curfew. And everybody's mandated to wear face masks around. But in South Africa, I think it's a bit more of um, only the industries, some a few, a couple of industries that are allowed to resume. And, uh, anyway, so yes, we decided to observe for one week, see what's going on, and then resume the office next week. <laughs> so that's why we're still recording this at home, if you're wondering. Yes. But it's been an interesting week. It's, uh, <sighs> I mean, you guys have been seeing what's been going on. <laughs> Yes. With crowds like, at posters and everything. Scary. <laughs> a lot of people are worried and scared. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's if that that's if a lot of people are aware. So if we just want to go out, even people that don't feel it's necessary, don't have anything to do outside, they just want to go out. I, I yeah, guess people are yeah. just tired of staying indoors. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's no easy. It's been it's been six weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six weeks. Yes. It's it's been crazy. Anyway, and then yeah, you're talking about people that want to go out or people that have something to do. So, I mean, some people want to go back to work. But it's not everybody has work to go back to. So, I mean, a lot of news layoffs have been going on this week alone. <laughs> and Della announced laying off 135 staff members across four countries. That's Kenya, Ghana, Nigeria, and um, Uganda. No, no, sorry. Ghana, Nigeria, Uganda, and Rwanda. Mm-hmm. Yes. So... And this is this is like the third time in the space of a year because in February there were rumors that there were some layoffs too. And mm-hmm. then let's not forget September last year. Yes, that was over four hundred and twenty junior developers were laid off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. And then the same thing is happening with Iroko too. Iroko, not a layoff, but Iroko has to uh, has put twenty eight percent of his staff members. That's this Iroko the streaming platform has mm-hmm. put twenty eight of his staff members on on paid leave. These are crazy times, man. We know that it's, it's happening with um, other companies that may not be popular like this, but hearing that it's coming from this, I haven't heard of, of uh, Uber. Uber laying more than three thousand, laying off more than three thousand um, staff because yeah. of the pandemic, oh. because of lockdown globally. Yeah. So hearing the figures and how it's going to add to the existing unemployment um like the number of unemployed people is scary scary this pandemic and there's the there's OPE to the rumors about OPE. yes yes (laughs) we woke up to that on um thursday morning that um OPE is is crashing and laying off well we contacted Alunge, the director of marketing and he debunked that while also mentioning that yes, there were layoffs when the Lagos State said there should be an Okada ban, and those because they are a business, they have to let those people go. But then he mentioned that um, that doesn't mean that the company is struggling, and so they are pivoting Ope to O Express, which will be doing logistics. And if we remember, oh, yes, yes, if we remember mm. earlier to about a partnership between um, GIGL. 
and Ope, and, Ope, and Ope riders yeah. for deliveries too. Mm-hmm. So he said that has been what they are doing and they are also doing other things. It just debunked layoffs, but there had been layoffs, but not recently because of the pandemic or because they are struggling financially. So mm-hmm. hopefully. Yeah, well, okay. The question is, is, is there a market in the delivery space as much as the normal transport sector? Yeah. Right. Yes, I think e-commerce is supposedly on the rise. Supposedly, supposedly. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I know that, for example, GIG uh, expanded its GIG Go. That's this social commerce, the app, mobile app, which they launched last year and was supposed to just be restricted to Lagos. They've expanded to like four more cities. Mm-hmm. They claim there's demand there. So who, who knows? Uh, I mean, we can only observe over the coming weeks mm-hmm. and see how it goes. Yeah. yeah, but it's not all bad news anyway. I mean, this week um, Helium Health. Announced raising ten million dollars in Series A funding. Yes. Not bad. So it's not all bad news. I mean, and if I remember, you did a, you did a feature on them uh, yes, last year. Sometimes so, in um, September last year. Um. So Ilium. So they're like a health startup. Yes. Yeah? Uh, um. Yes, health tech startup, and yeah, although they started kind of low and they were Nigerians, young Nigerians, they they they've risen to to a level where they are getting funding from foreign investors and this one is particularly from a dubai-based vc global venture yeah and global health, ventures, yeah. yes so they've always they've always um, been into automated processes so this funding mm. they they plan to to um, use it more in assessing in partnering with other hospitals and bringing more doctors onboarding more doctors according to what the CNCEO mentioned. So it, it, mm. it's, this funding is coming at the right time for them because we are, um, in a, during a time of pandemic, there yeah, is a lot of... Because of the pandemic, yeah. Yes, during the time of this pandemic, yeah. there is a lot of so, so it's, need it's, for telemedicine. So yeah. they want to use it for teleclinic, like bringing clinic to, to people's phones, Ilium <sighs> Pay, bringing a little bit of fintech into it, and credit facility and something like that they are trying to build a super app so to say mm-hmm. so oh, let's, interesting. So, I mean, it's yeah. really good news for these times especially with the pandemic and and all of that it's, yeah. it's and again it's a health startup which is i mean that's very just the other week we talk about um, a media startup raising six hundred thousand dollars in seed funding yeah. and a health startup is it's really good news we're seeing like a shift from uh, fintech startups yeah, being yeah. Although, yeah, exactly said, yeah, exactly yeah, some fintech elements so so hopefully, <laughs> yeah, anyway. yes. so hopefully maybe the next report will be talking about edtech taking the lead also from fintech I hope so. <laughs> or media I hope so. tech but i mean in, in spite of the the good the, the good news from helium and you know them raising damage mm-hmm. uh there are some predictions that startups will raise 40%, like African startups will raise 40% less than they did last year. Last, they will raise like $1 billion less wow. than they did last year. The, record, the report is by um, Africa Arena. Yeah, they are, they are an African tech ecosystem, tech ecosystem accelerator. So they are claiming, according to the report, based on their findings, that, I mean, uh, according to Partech Africa, last year, mm-hmm. over 234 African tech companies raised $2 billion. So, but... Africa Arena is saying um, that the despite the good court, first quarter we had, mm-hmm. I mean, according to our reports, mm-hmm. the yeah. Tech Point Nigeria startup um, reports, for example, in, in Nigeria alone, 
over 55 million was raised by Nigerian startups mm-hmm. in Q1 2020. And uh, Britain Bridges estimates that it was 350 million across the whole of Africa. Mm-hmm. So, but um, Africa, you know, is saying, despite this initial traction, because of the pandemic and everything, we are going to, African startups are going to raise 1 billion less than they did last year. I don't know how true that is. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> It's, it's, it's actually possible because uh, it reminds me of another story I did, I think a few weeks back, where a startup research company in the US did a survey of startups around the globe and it's showing mm-hmm. that okay, most of these startups have less than three months of runway as cash or runway cash to hold them throughout this mm-hmm. period. And if there are no new initiatives, these startups will actually die off. And what is actually supporting this? Is uh, precedence. So uh, Africa Arena is reporting that okay, there will be lower residues now. But if you look at previous economic or major global economic issues we've had, like the Great Recession of 2007 2009, yeah, the Great Recession of 2009, mm-hmm. yeah. So residues actually plunged during that period. Um, even the previous one, the prior one was in 2000 2001, also VCDs also fell. But the good thing is, for most of these startups, they usually, uh, so most startups really uh, emerge during this period of recession. Like yeah, the likes yeah. of Uber, Airbnb, those uh, of them actually emerged during mm-hmm. the last great recession we had, despite the following VC funding. Um, yeah, true. So, so the argument now is okay, these guys are actually creating jobs like. According to the, the, uh, the research, younger friends are the primary job creators in the most of startups. Very true. And, uh, Especially in African countries, Nigeria, for example. Yeah, exactly. Example. Yes, so, yes. but if these startups are not able to survive, like we've been seeing with these layoffs and unpaid leaves, and if we're not able to survive, then it's going to be a full game. So, policy expert, policy makers, rather, have been encouraged to invest. In this startup because they are the ones that are the most resilient. If you look at the whole coronavirus issue, it's tech startups that are actually trying to build innovative solutions of to try course, and support yes, yes, yes. So yeah, it's it's something that must be considered if we are going to and mm-hmm. So I, I think I think you mentioned you also mentioned um giving tax breaks aside from them investing in tech startup yeah, and of they should try to make it less le- less burdensome for them like giving tax break and yeah. making it convenient because they are providing a lot of jobs not for example now corporate jobs will be asking you for like 10 years experience mm. but yeah. then tech startups will bring you on as an intern train you they make you a professional so yeah. you see they really need a lot of herbs this period is yeah. very yeah. true uh, I hope the government is listening. African governments are listening. I, I hope so. Really <laughs> <hope>. <laughs> and and speaking about something, you know, apart from you know policy support and all of that, another thing that startups need, especially during this period, or anybody in general, is connection to the internet. So mm-hmm. it's just reminding me about uh, MTN Nigeria yeah. uh, that released their so their report financial report for Q1 2020. No, the numbers are looking interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I think Emmanuel, you did a story on that. Maybe you can give us a brief. Yeah, yeah. so Epton actually, they actually did well as like they continued their impressive form. They rated around 29 billion naira revenue. 
How much is that in dollars? That's about this one for the five million dollars. Mm-hmm. And they have made a profit about of about 51.2 million. That's about 131 million dollars. So, so is that a quarter on quarter improvement? Yeah, yeah. Uh, compared to last year. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, compared to Q4 of 2019. Okay. And then, and then it seems like voice, voice is still, uh, voice revenue is still like doing so much better than data. One would have thought that, I mean, with the lockdown, especially mm-hmm. in March, that's and more people using data, that data, data revenue would have gone up. But mm-hmm. apparently, MCN voice revenue is still... Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that still points to the fact that internet penetration is not as prominent as it's thought to. You know, it is people that oh, are yeah, actually true. using yeah. internet true. that are using it but other places that need to keep in touch that are not on the internet they just use voice calls maybe that explains it yeah yeah and also that yeah. when the MTN I just see claims that MTN has about 55 million internet subscribers but when MTN breaks it down about just about 24 points million are active the rest of them uh, they did not subscribe more than 5 MB in the last 90 days. Imagine. So, or they never subscribed at all in the last 90 days. So, the numbers mm-hmm. were look good, uh, large on the surface, 55 million. Yeah. And stuff but like but that. data data revenue increased a bit, right? Yeah, Just yeah. Just that it didn't catch up with uh, voice. Up. Yeah, so voice made about well, 27 well. billion naira. And it's about five times what data made today. Data. So voice is still a big deal. Mm, that's good, voice is still a big deal. <laughs> yeah, so it's still a big deal, but like Nifemi says, because that's just just that's just a pointer to the fact that internet penetration is not yet yeah. uh it's still very low. It's still very low. not just internet penetration, but even um 4G and 3G. Mm-hmm. So I, I I'm aware I think 3G penetration in Nigeria, I don't think it's up to 70% last time I checked. Yeah, and 4G penetration is about 20% or 20 percent hmm. So, I mean, if you are going to be making Zoom um, Zoom hmm. call, um, Zoom conference meetings or WhatsApp calls and all that, you're going to need 4G connectivity. Yeah. Definitely no 3G, definitely no 2G. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of things like that. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, apart from business, apart from connectivity helping business and all of that, relationships too. Yeah, relationships yeah. are very important. Do you expect it in this period? Because what people, is life, what are, is life uh, without relationship? <laughs> so I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining how it was in the dark ages where there was pandemic and you have to stay away ah, from people your People used to write love letters. <laughs> people, people would send love letters. <laughs> letters and they, you, you tie it to a pigeon's leg. What if he goes to deliver it to another person's house and the wife thinks he's cheating? No, that, that's just <laughs> that's just my way. But it has gotten better. Obviously, it has gotten better, and we can connect better than we used to. Than than we used mm-hmm. to even in years before GSM was introduced into Nigeria. So yes, um, people have been trying to keep in touch online, but then. The, 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 it is not looking well on some sites, especially for marriages. Like um, the marriages are on the receiving end negatively than courtships and dating. 
are there statistics around this? Yes, yes. Because I um, find that in, interesting. In, in China, yeah, um, an article reported it like there is an increase in divorce divorce cases that I file that are filed online now. Oh because, wow! Yes. During this period, yes. more couples yes. got divorced. Wow. Yes. <laughs> They want to so why is it doing it? Yeah. No, okay, that would be there because the other one that is saying um, people are engaging on extramarital affairs on dating websites for <laughs> unfaithful couples. There's, there are dating websites for that, so it was it was easy for yeah. them to to track it. So it may be, it may not be. It can be a case of poor communication or people feeling ah, no i'm supposed to be seeing this person a few hours in a day and now i'm seeing him <laughs> up to 24 hours so this particular traits that I, I don't like i didn't notice it before <laughs> something like that yes and and some some of the some, some of the people that spoke on extramarital affairs were like they, they they now feel they now realize that they and their partners are mismatched maybe sexually or in the in the area of communication because they're spending more time together yes more now, time together. now they've seen it well how about how about did you speak to for this story did you speak to people who are like not married but they're in relationships and yes. now they can't see each other because of the yes. lockdown yes and that is the so what was it like for those? This, that is where remote dating is actually helping they of course they can't be together physically but what the tools that the internet tools have brought them closer with video chats and online chatting with um, our social media networks. They've been able to connect. And that is the part where some, some of them said that it has made them to realize that they, they should really spend time together. It's actually helping their relationship to grow. One person was even of the opinion that it actually helped him to save money because if they had to be meeting face to face, he might have been spending money on dates and going out to eat trees. Yes, so remote dating has actually helped cut ships to to blossom, and it, it's a nice thing because but, the internet has become part of us. Now, if it's helping us in this aspect, it's something. It's something. So, but yeah. but how about families? Are families spending more time together? That's another question I'm always wondering. Like. Family, like, you know, husband, wife, children. So the children are not in school right now because schools are closed. Mm-hmm. Parents are staying at home or maybe they've been laid off or, yeah, they've been staying at home throughout the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Children are, are, is it, are families getting closer yeah, they, because they spend more time? Or are they still, because now they are at home and have more times to pray, more time to play with their smartphone and there's internet, they are still, they are still doing this, they still have, like, Amplifying the habit of being in the same room but not being together, no, mm. being together. playing with your phone and everything. I'm just wondering whether it affects. I think it's, it's, it's always a case of communication and them realizing that we have the old day to ourselves, so let's just use some time to to be with ourselves. Then we can spend the other time on mobile phone. Because if you look at it well, when when there were a lot, when there used to be a lot of complaints that um, spouses or family people in the family are spending so much with their phones, it's because you don't get to spend the whole day with yourself with each other. You go to school, you go to work. Now, the few hours you get to spend with yourself, with each other, that you've not, you don't even have time to press phone at work or in school. Then you come home and come and do it. Mm. So I think now, since you have the old day, so maybe the time you are spending on your device is when you are having meetings or doing work. Then after that, you are probably tired. You get back to being with your family. I'm just saying, 
I'm just saying. So this what, time what is not. But if there's light and for guys, especially if there's light and there are games, you carry part of playing FIFA. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but I mean that that one can be a bonding thing now because if you have if you are like maybe you're a father and you like f- playing football games, maybe your sons will start playing with you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys can bond on that. You guys can bond on that. But uh, I mean, I think it should take some. Deli- I feel like you have to take some deliberate effort, like exactly. to like okay, no get carried. You know, have you guys said that joke before? Where they say maybe in a house where there's Wi-Fi, both call a family meeting, just switch off the Wi-Fi. Everybody will come <laughs> and wait where the Wi-Fi is. Everybody will come there. Say, ah, what happened? What happened? Yes, family meeting. Family meeting. So it's anyway, like. Like we've been saying over since since the lockdown, and everything like the, this is going to change a lot of internet culture for good. Many things are going to change. Yeah, I mean, the last week we we're still talking about uh, Lagos judiciary doing yes, remote hearings with Skype or mm-hmm. Zoom. Yes, via Skype or Zoom. So I mean, it's things are and and they're, they're even committed to do it post doing it post lockdown. Yeah, so yeah, even yeah. after the lock after the pandemic, it's going to become a thing. So I mean, I think we should thank. COVID-19 for that. Probably, because <laughs> I mean, it might have taken a lot of time to ease into this kind of period, if not for the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's... it's yeah, no, I so, it's not all bad news. There's good news. There's bad news. I mean, I think we'll, we'll come out stronger of all of this. Emmanuel, you're saying something? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I sincerely hope the pandemic will also make the government take this diversification stuff and our tech ecosystem very, very seriously. Because now that oil prices has plunged, uh, we just mm. revenues on that trip. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, very that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, so of course, oh. tech, tech, and other sectors too that are being neglected. We should also consider that they are taking less seriously. Yeah, yes. one can be open there in this period. Yes. Fingers crossed. Fingers and I think crossed. I'm tempted to say that the future is here. It's here already. Yeah, it's a large extent. Anyway, what do you guys think, listening, uh, everyone listening, I would like to know your thoughts. What do you think about all of this uh, with startups laying off and startups raising money? Some startups are laying off staff, some are raising money. Uh, the prediction that African startups will raise 40% less than they did last year. Uh, why, why is MTN voice revenue still uh, ahead of data revenue? Um, and what do you think about dating, remote dating? Uh, how has it affected you during this period? We'd like to hear from you guys. We're always willing to hear from you. Please send an email to, if you could send an email to podcast at techpoint.africa. You could also tweet at us using the hashtag techpointafricapodcast. We'll be happy to hear what, 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 what you think. Um, don't forget again, um, if you notice any poor sound quality or any noise, please forgive us. We're recording this at home, remotely, from different locations. But we're hoping that from next week, things will change. We should have resumed at the office. Okay. Thank you for being patient with us all this time. And if you are listening for the first time, where can you get the podcast, Emmanuel? Where can they get the yeah. podcast? You can get it on SoundCloud, you can get it on Stitcher, you can get it on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, any other application podcast. And if you are not in the country, don't forget you can use Spotify to also receive your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So just search for the Tech Point Africa podcast yeah. on any of these platforms and you'll find it. And if you any parting words, Words, we are out on the streets again, so be careful. <laughs> <crowd>. <laughs> we don't have a choice that we are, so be careful. Crowd and as they say it, 
Don't be a COVIDiot. Hmm. Don't be a COVIDiot. Yeah. Oh, that, that's yeah. good. I'm just saying that for the first time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, everybody should do the right thing, you know, right thing, social distance when you can uh, wear a face mask. If you are taking public transportation, if you don't have a choice, please make sure they are um, following the directives, spacing and all of that. Mm-hmm. We, will all, we will all overcome this, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. We will. Yeah, so, take care, guys, and we hope you'll be here listening next week. Catch you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.